Welcome to the world of Thea, a wondrous and imaginary place where tall ships, magic and adventure, calls to the hearts of many brave women and men such as yourselves. Whether you've come seeking profit, fame, titles, or perhaps even glory for the nations you've chosen to serve, one thing is certain, the more you risk, the greater will be your reward. We send you now to join with your new crew aboard the Seraphim. She's a proud ship, with a stout captain and a strong crew. And even though this be her maiden voyage, your mission is so important that news of it has already begun to spread across the seas. So sharpen your cutlass, prime your muskets, and ready yourselves for the journey of a lifetime. The tides be right, and it's time we were away. Good evening, and welcome to, well, episode three of The Secrets of the Seraphim. I'm Raz, and I'm your storyteller, and this is the an adventure, a homebrew campaign in 7C 2nd Edition, and we are here with all our players this evening. Several of them are still together. One is about to hopefully join us very shortly. Cast, how are you tonight? How's everyone doing? Good. I'm very excited to bring the last member of our team home onto the ship. What she uh, said. Absolutely. That and to... Uh get rid of the wild goose chase thing. I really oh, hope please. we don't have to go chase La Buffet with Captain Cracked. La Petite Buffet. Uh, yeah, that's we'll, we'll see how you're able to make that work. So when we last left, you you left uh, off with Uwe and, or Greta, Uwe and Greta, I'm sorry, and that you had left the uh, Le Gros Vert, which I wish they would have just called it the Ugly Alligator or something else. I don't know what that means because I don't speak a lot of French. But it's uh, Lauren's about to tell me. So go ahead, Lauren. What does it mean? Um, what is it? The spelling? It's on your map over the Sunrise Haven. Okay. Legros, Le L-E-G-R-O-S, and Vert. Green is Vert, right? Uh, vert is, um, it could be green where we go. Um, that... um, Wouldn't it be the so... large green area? Isn't that what it is? Right. The large it's, it, it could be like the fat something, like okay. Let me let me look this the up. The fat. Well, in according to the game structure and the, the the background that Mr. John Wick and his people wrote, it's something about an alligator. Okay. Um. You step outside, having just made an, an arrangement with the two uh, natives of Vestin Menavenyar and their Vestin Guild to procure for them several cannon, five to be exact, at this point. Uh, and if you're able to do that, they will send one of their captains with a French flag sailing away from the S Sutler Bay to allow your Byron Dennard and the Pelican to give chase for a while under the guise of being this pirate from Montaigne, Jacques Le Petit Buffet. And that's where we left off our cast, and we will pick it up there. So it is just, it is around 9.30 p.m. The streets are teeming with life. Uh, every vice, every venture, anything you could want is happening in the area. It is no holds barred. Whatever you're looking to have a good time you want. There's comedy, there's music, there's dancing, there's frivolity, there's wanton craziness and loose morals happening all over the place. And that's just with Isabel Yez Monero. The rest of the crew is just walking down the street. So Isabel hey. is d <laughs> dancing. She is acting. our own personal Mardi Gras. Yeah, she is a Mardi Gras of one. I love that. Annika, you're you're out with the rest of the team as well. You're all walking together down the street. And um, off, not far from you, say, oh, oh, strangers. Strangers there be right there. Oh, welcome to Labuka. Welcome to Labuka. Oh, I'm uh, I'm one of your guides, you see. I'm one of the guides of the of the whole damn island here. And for just a few wee coin, I'll be able to tell you about the history of Labuka. All the things you need to know to get by. You came in on that beautiful brig out there. That that beauty that sits not far in the slip out by uh, in the top of Black Spot Bay, did you not? I can tell. I can tell by the, your look. You're a clean, beautiful crew. Beautiful crew. Isabel is just charmed. She's like, oh, well, thank you. Oh, where fuck, where's my accent? Give me but a moment to recover it. It's where I keep mine. It's in your pocket. Gregor Let me introduce myself. Him a side eye. My name's my name's Dogface Reynolds, and I'd be I'd be one of the guides here at Labuka. So uh, 
Let me, uh, please, let me show you around. Let me tell you about all the great things that can be found on the island and the places you need to avoid, because there are a few of them. If, uh, but it'll just take a few, a few, how many of there are you? There's one, two, there's more than two. So it'll take you like four coins. That might do it for me. That might be, because I can't count much higher than that. Um, but four, four would be fine. Three would, three would be fine. Five would be great. But, but four is really the number. It's... Well, good sir, here be the problem. We already have guides. Uh, as soon as we made birth. I uh, know you had you were speaking to Wee Shite and her si- and his sister. They, uh, d- d- she's a great pilot, but you don't trust Wee Shite. He doesn't know his way around. He's only nine. But me, oh, there's not a place here. Bottles start smashing over the top of his head or being thrown. The music's very loud, but he's like, "Listen, you, do you know do you know the legend of the curse of the sea monster up at Port Sacred? Do you know that legend? Of course you don't, because you haven't heard me tell it yet." For four coin, we can cover that and all the other things. Um, for five, uh, we do it with a silk fabric around a brocade type thing, but we don't have to talk about that. Right? But listen, listen, I'm the guy. Come with me. Follow me this way. Just once you get the coins out, please. Uh, I did we, not. We think won't we be were... giving you any coin, good sir. I, I do apologize. Oh, I. <laughs> I'm a little. Curious. I see. I mean, why why can't we give the man some coin? He seems very knowledgeable of the area, and he's don't you want to make he's friends? He's trying to scam us, Isabel. He's just wanting money. He's going to show why us would... nothing. Forgive... We can be shown nothing by we shite for free. Uh, we, we shite is not free. We shite is double what I cost because of the big eyes and the puppy dog looks. I'm telling you right now, I I've done it. A lot longer than Weeshite has, and I can get you into places Weeshite's not even allowed. Le- Do you know the legend? Do you know of the of Gib- Gibbet Lake? Have you been to Gibbet Lake yet? Magnificent place to see, especially by the the moon coming in on the bodies hanging. It's it's magnificent up there. You just just four coins. That's all it's going to take. All right. How about this? You show us one thing for free as a preview, and okay. if we're impressed, we'll follow you along. Well. Uh, sir, if you turn around, the ladies can take a look at this beginner because I'm about to drop my pr- my trousers. If you want something that's impressive for free, that's what you're going to get first. Anything else, then that's going to be a, a, a stroll and a couple of coins in the palm. Who is this? Is this your father? Who is this man? Is it? Because he's clearly not. This this man is not related to me. Cannot believe you'd even say that. I'm only um, asking because I'm either thinking there's a circus ship that I was unaware of because of the map, and or I don't know why he's here because he's just a, he's literally a deadbeat. Don't, story, don't... storyteller. I know I just yep. got out of jail and all, but how many coins do I have in my pocket? Oh, you've got it. I mean, Alyssa's standing right next to you. She's got money. You've got money. People have money. Okay. I I will look at our new friend. Dog face. So yeah, he's yeah he's face. about he's about fifty. <laughs> He's a little hunched over. Um, he's a little bit of a mess. Uh, kind of looks like he's seen several summers uh, that really took took a, while, a beating onto him. But yeah, I mean, there's you're in the fir- you're on a brand new island. You really don't know much. May not be a bad idea to have a guide for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Get, get That's what I'm thinking. I will give him three coin, and okay. I go. Well, I say. I would give you more if you hadn't just insulted our captain, sir. I'm so sorry, miss. I did, and he looks right at Lord. He goes, I never meant to insult you. I don't know exactly what I said. I was but... talking about the gentleman who you mistook for our father. Oh, well, that explains why he's such a, a, a grumpy face and sourpuss. That's what we call him here. Grumpy face, sourpuss. No, it's, uh, it's all right. And who's this Who's this tall drink of water standing next to me? What, what be your name, miss? Since I'm going to be your tour guide now for a little while, I'd like to... I'd, I'd shake your hand, but I'm afraid you'd break mine. What be your name? Annika just crosses her arms, gives him a look, and goes, mm. Her name is Mm. She's our enforcer, good sir. Um, yes. If you brought have, one with you? Yes, if we have anyone who gives us any issues, say, insults us, looks at us the, lo- the wrong way, mm, takes right, care of them covered. for us. I've already covered one of those by accident. All right, well, there Annika you go. go. Annika nods her head and goes, mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so... She likes us... you. You've got the let... second sound out of her. Excellent. So let me start you off. So this is this is basically where they bring all the people that really don't live or do a lot of business in Labuka. This is be, this be Black Spot Bay, where your ship be, part, where your ship be birthed. 
and Black Spot Bay is sort of where this is the calmer area of the island right here. Nope. Well, I know you're. I know what you're thinking. How could it not be? Uh, no, it isn't. This. Uh, you have Jenny's jungle. That place is wild. This is. This is just. This is like. I don't know. You're out on a first date, and you, you know it's just like petting each other. You're not really having a great grand old time. It's not a lot of. The, the real business goes on in the south part of the island. Trust me. And um, is that somewhere where you know this is the the tourist area where you should we go where, down? Right. Should we go well, to the jungle? Maybe, what happens there? Well, what doesn't happen there is ah. um, so. Um, but but please let me let me. So up, up all the way up north is a place called Port Sacred, and that's where that's where the sea monsters be kept. Right, that's where that's where human sacrifice and the islanders here of Labuka, the original inhabitants, would take the people that came, the prisoners. If when they tried to escape, they would be given away to these locals and sacrificed to one of the great dark old gods up there in the north in Port Sacred. And then you have, not far south of that, you have Gibbet Lake, where people who did wrong, the real the real sinners, are hung for the birds to peck and feed at all day. And at nighttime, it's, it's a romantic place where people like to go and sort of do a little bit of a kissing. And then you have, oh, and this, this, this is interesting. And he walks you down a street, and a gunshot goes off, and people are screaming, and there's two what appear to be taverns. One on the left of the side of the street, and one on the right. And he stops and he says, we don't want to go much further than this, because this is the rowdiest part of the touristy area, as I, I was trying to say. Uh, so right over here, we have, this is an, this inn was established, this, this tavern was established about five years ago, and it's known, it's known as Alan's Leg, because Alan lost a leg, you see, in battle. And he right. built, so he's on a peg leg, that's Alan's Leg. And over here, you have Costanza's Thighs. Now Costanza's Thighs, she's, according to Alan, she's trying to steal his business all the time, right? They swap waiters. Everybody's yelling back and forth. He lowers his, his drinks by a, a penny. She lowers her by two pennies. There's a big war going on. This is a tavern war right here, you see, between Alan's leg and Costanza's thighs. So that's what's going on on this street. So we really don't want to get involved in that. But if you're looking to make a little extra money, you can hire yourself out to one of the taverns for when they do a raid. When the whiskey barrels come in uh, on Fridays, usually the shipments start to come in. Uh, there's, there's literally bloodshed in the streets. There's bloodshed I, outside of, right here, by Costanza's thighs. This place, I may never leave. This is so, fascinating. We don't want to... Yes, Annika? I would like to, as the enforcer known as, hmm, by the way, I will be talking to both Isabel and Elisa after this is over, but um, I would like to see if there's anything suspicious besides the obvious, like... Normally when somebody does a con like this, they want to lead you to a dark area, like... Is there is are we being followed kind of thing? Um, okay, yeah, you're looking around. You don't see anything obvious. <clears throat> He's literally just walking you through some of the streets. Okay, then I want to take note of every single street name as I go. So she's just she's just basically there's making no a names. map, but there's no map. Yeah, you no, there's no okay, names. There, you can get a, you get a general idea. Yeah, yep. Using my actual dwarf brain <laughs> to memorize all the landmarks of like oh. The thigh, the thigh place, the leg place. Yes, all right. And that we made a left at uh, Hurling Man. So, ha. Huh. Like that kind of thing. So he says to you, now, do you have places to stay? Or do you have do you have business to be doing? What What is it you're here for? I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, go into your personal lives. But if you have something, some place to be, I can get you there quickly. If you have something you need to do, I wasn't sure what your plans were. No, sir. We are just, um, we are just merchants. Are Stay has already been arranged. Everything that we're doing here is pretty much arranged. We do not require assistance finding lodging or places to sell our wares. All right. Didn't know if you needed a service. Didn't know if you needed to, uh, you know, go somewhere else on the island. If because there's there's ways of getting from from the north to the south quickly. You can hire a, a a boat to take you. You can cross over on the bridges. And if the tides are out, you can take the shoals. Yeah, there's sand barges and stuff where you can actually cross around. It's quick. But tonight, I mean, the tide's already coming in. So if you had something you needed to do, I could point you in the right direction where you needed to do it. Now, team, you do want to get out to the Pelican and start talking to Captain Dennard. So if you're looking for someone to take you out there, he can arrange, he can get you to somebody who has a dinghy and they'll they'll row you out to the Pelican. But the Pelican is is moored off the, on the north side of the island. So... 
off of Port Sacred where he said people, all those people were uh, sacrificed. Exactly. So if you want, if you go up there to try to get a boat, you're going to run into certain, you may run into some things. And if you get a boat from here in Sunrise Haven, it's going to take about an extra half hour for them to, to row you out. So it'll take about an hour, hour and a half. The other place well, will take about 30 minutes. We, we really don't want to be dealing with um, potential angry cannibalistic locals. So... Um, so, so you need a rowboat. Uh, see, si. yes. Um, we have business with a a large ship, captained by a crazy man, out in the harbor. Is that something you could arrange for us, or what? What other services could you sure. provide? No, no, please, this way, this way. I know somebody. He's <clears throat> he's usually available. He's a, he's on the cheap. Um, he's not the fastest rower, but he's 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 a good friend. And he's a good man by God. And you're going to feel, you're going to love the fact that he's willing to take you out. He, he charges what everybody else charges. He's a little bit slower. Please don't, don't wait till you see him. Um, so he walks you through town and he's going this way and that. And you see this man standing there uh, by the dock and his back's to you. And he's like, Ted, Ted, I got some people here that, that need you, that need you pulling at the oars for them to take him out to a boat moored on the north side of the, of the island. Can you do that for them? Of course I can. And he turns around and he's called Smallbone Ted. So Smallbone Ted does his arms are about four inches too short. This is for you, and you know who you are. Um You're a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so Smallbone Ted, Smallbone Ted looks like a T-Rex. And he <laughs> He walks up and says, I'll be more than glad to take him out for you, for your dog face. I'm Ted. How you be? Where are you going? Don't get much work, but they, I thank the sweet gods that you were able to come here and, and help me feed my family that they live in on Labuka. It's, I don't get much work. Follow me this way. Follow me this way. Which way could uh, you point for us, sir? You're a filthy son of a bitch. You know? No, he says, he, he points that way and he's like, it's, o- it's over here. He does a whole, he does a shoulder swing and he kind of goes, it's this way. He goes, ah! listen, when you get back, Ask for dog face or anyone you'll know where to find me. I'm, I'm along that boulevard all the time. I'll be willing to help you. I still owe you another about 45 minutes to an hour of touring. So when you come back, I'll be more than glad to do that for you. I, do, I took three coins from you. I don't want to, I don't want to cheat you. I don't want to cheat you, but it's just going to take Ted a little time to get the boat ready and get you out there. So, um, Ted, do you, did, did, you didn't happen to bring your, your extensions. Did you didn't, you didn't bring those tonight. Okay. Well, he'll, he'll get you out folks. He'll get you out there right away. Okay. Um, and he starts walking away. I would just like to explain for... Has he got those little mechanical the, squeezy grab arms? Just for, for the listeners at home that are wondering why I'm reacting the way I did. <laughs> I have a medical anomaly. <laughs> known it's as not a, even no, But it's not noticeable. If you, if you didn't know, you wouldn't know. If you didn't know, you wouldn't know. She has thin bones. I, or have, thin bo- I have, and this is what the doctor had told me <laughs> a decade ago. I have short ulnas which make it <laughs> which make me have very uh i have bad wrist problems and um the, the lovely family <laughs> refers to was, me as t-rex was that you and meet the robinsons yes i love the little easter egg small bone ted all right so small bone ted all right my my dinghy's right here for you is all it's um miss could Is your you... dinghy shorter than normal as well? Um, I'm not sure what Reynolds told you about me, sir, but I, I just row the boats. I don't, I don't, I don't do any of that. That's that's not a service I provide. About the dinghy, so he gets everybody in. Annika, he asks you to shove off because you can push the boat two and a half times further than he could off of the, off the, the dock. So um. Do you give him a hand there, Annika? You're all right with that? I, ju- I just give him a nod and go, your arms, they're small. And she pushes out. I help. Okay. All right. um, are you also going to row? Sure. Oh, good. Okay. So Isabel Now he's, he stands on the prow yeah. looking like a small-armed George Washington. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Gu- guiding you through the... The, the different <laughs> through the maze of of boats and and um roping and and you know that are one keeping... stroke of the oars we go like 30 feet yeah amazing yeah 
this is the easiest money I've ever made. Are you looking for work? Would you be looking to work maybe as a partnership with Smallbone Ted? Did once. Not much money. With you with you at the oars, we can make a killing. Ask employer. Points to Captain Gregor. <laughs> Captain, would you be willing to barter her services for maybe a season? I uh, can't quite afford her for, for that long. She is prior engaged. Damn. Now Smallbone Phyllis and Smallbone Eric are probably going to have a hard time eating. But that's okay. You folks seem to be good people. That's, I mean, uh, they eat less than normal anyway, so it's okay. Only because they can't bring everything to the face. They have to do <laughs> it's, it's okay. So Buy bigger spoons. My heart is bleeding for these poor people. Don't worry. Our I captain is well. so mean. I will tip them very well. One small bone to another. <laughs> ten so out of ten. Mean, so in about, with Annika rowing, it's about a 25-minute trip. She doesn't break even a sweat. Yes, All I, I can tell you is that Smallbone Ted is in love with Annika and <laughs> is really. Oh my God. He's wondering what he's going to have to do, what kind of wooing and words of, of just absolute adoration could he give this six foot four woman with arms that could easily just curl around his waist and hoist him? Um, he, are you. So as the rest of you are sitting there enjoying the night sky, you, you just hear things like, are you, are you, are you spoken for, uh, miss? Do you, do you have a fella? No. Oh. Oh, dear. Well. Oh, that brings a tear to the eye. A woman of, of such strength and girth as yourself, not, not having a, a, a friend. He splashes some seawater in his face. Um, he doesn't know what to say. He's done. The boat gets up to the pelican. And um, so, Captain! Longboat coming alongside! So the guy with the headband on, with the, uh, he- you know, the, the bandages and stuff, as you, as Annika pulls into the, into a place alongside the, the, um, the pelican and her, uh, her ladder going up, you know, the, that's made up the side of the ship so that you can um, come aboard. You see a, a head stick over the side. Declare yourself, sir! Captain O'Smythe and crew here to talk to you about Le Petit Buffet. Oh, yes. Didn't take you long to get a whiff, did it, Captain? Come aboard! No, his <clears throat> smell was all over the island. Isabel grabs um, Gregor's arm and goes, we didn't come up with a plan on what we're going to say to him because we didn't actually look. Miss, let me hold the boat for you there. And he he can't reach the side. (laughs) He's having a hard time. Oh, Ted. I lift lift Ted. I, I say, excuse me, sir. I lift him by his little hips put him to the side and I grab the like rope ladder or like the side of the ship and put my foot against it and I'm looking very dashing and I'm helping the two ladies up and the captain can help himself. How sweet, Annika. I'm I'm touched. I'm that's lovely. Hold we on, we also didn't plan what we were going to say. Well, that'll happen, but it's yeah, I'll like... give you a moment. So the moon is up. It's a beautiful night in April. It's a little chill because it's the Canary Islands, so it's a little chill, but, you, you know, it's in the mid-60s. And he's watching this gigantor of a woman um, helping other women up the, the ladder. Um, the captain's helping himself, and you just see Smallbone Ted just trying to... He's just absolutely... It's Trying it's, it's his a, damnedest to clap. Yeah, I mean, if there was a way of saying that he had... All of his vitals fully inspired. That's probably the best way to say it. He is a happy, happy man. This his is like... Are... Annika um, has warmed him down to the cockles. It, it's like um, Brienne and Tormund from Game of Thrones if Tormund was three feet smaller with small right. arms. Right. Brienne if and he Tyrion. wasn't quite the same size. 
All right. So I'll go ahead and give you a moment to make up the decision on what you want to say to the captain. Now, Isabel, remember, you, you do have the ability of going with your plan. Yes. But let's talk about that now and then. Right. We'll... Yeah, we yeah. Uh, we forgot to talk about that because of all the small the all excitement of the dog face thing. Of dog face. Uh, the plan as of last time was to tell Captain Bernard Bennett. Denard. Byron Denard. Denard, excuse me. Uh, tell him that he needed to unload cannons in order to make up speed to catch La Buffet. That was the only thing we had really talked about. What is your plan? So, I have special skill. Um, once per session, I can spend a hero point. Um to persuade another character to give me what I want at no cost. I could yeah. take Ezra. Yo, no, that's right. You were uh, yeah. You were telling us about that after we ended last time. That's right. Yes. So I, I can do that. But then that still leaves the fact that we um I for I failed to think of this before we promised the Vestins a several cannon. So, do we want to use my special ability to get Ezra or do we just say, fuck it, and not get the vest in their cannon and sail away briskly? Well, that might here's... put Annika in a bad position with the Vestens here. Would it? That... Uh, well, the thing if is, if you're we... planning on not returning the favor, I but then they won't the... be doing us a favor. Hun, exactly. Annika's not going to let it happen. We have okay. to pay them the cannon. Oh. Okay, so now we have to. I can convince him to give oh. us Ezra. And I'll be nice and persuasive in Spanish about it, um, but then we have still have to get the cannon. So right, so it may be better to get the cannons and do it like normal, so that because I didn't think about uh, upsetting the Vestin either. Well, oh what if he then doesn't give us Ezra anyway? Well, then that then he will have reneged on his deal. He told us that he would give us Ezra once we helped him. Also, the Vestin promised to send out a slew in order to act as Le Petit Buffet, so that's why we give him right. the cannon. Yes, but, like, we don't need so, that now, technically. Just exactly. to get them the cannon. And that way They're we can get the captain plans. off the... That way we can get the captain off our backs. He won't ask for Ezra, and we'll have pleased a contact in this area should we have ever purpose to come back here again. And also, they're my friends. They're basically my cousins. No, that is, the, and that is a valid point. <clears throat> the only other thing you could possibly do is go back, explain to the Vestons that things changed, and then you would owe them a debt. And that debt would be something they'd have to call on, they could call on or call in now or at a future moment. Um, there is a thing on Labuka. Uh, this is all your first time being here, so I'm just going to throw this out there. There's a thing in Labuka called the grip, and it's called grip currency. And a promise is a promise, and should you break it, they have the right to do terrible things. So you don't want to break promises if you can avoid it, but if you let them know up front, listen, the deal has changed. What do you want from us? What can we do for you? Well, maybe it may not be something as that's pleasant, but if you're trying not to rob cannon from another ship of an Avalonian ship... Either way, there's going to be talking and a little bit of shit going on. So you're going to have to figure out which way you'd rather go. But you're starting to make the climb up the ladder. So which one which one is going... Do you want to just work to get Ezra off immediately? Or do you want to get the cannons? I I, I, I like the idea of getting Ezra as, part of, as the first part of the deal and then working the captain for the cannon. That's an option. Your call. We could do what that. What do we think, team? Because Isabel does bring up a good point. What if Captain Dennett goes back on his word? Which I would hope that he wouldn't, but no, right. there, no, there. That her plan at least gets us, guaranteed gets us Ezra. And we can go back to the Vestin and... And you do have eight situations. cannons if you had to. You could always give them five of yours. I could um, also, like, no. do my barterer thing or my Lyceum thing in order to convince him to get rid of the cannons. 
I, I thought we talked about Lyceum and that. I don't see how that would well, work. Well, barterer would work because I can convince someone to cut a deal, give reasonable discount, or assure someone I know that I'm good for it. Like, oh, I know he's out there, but if you don't get rid of the cannons, like, that, you're not going to get there fast enough, basically. All right, we'll see how we play that. All right, so let's go. <clears throat> we're going to go with the idea to get Ezra first. Yes, I think that's our best bet. I'm down with it, Isabel. All right, so All up right. you go. Um, the, the deck is filled with about 40 sailors at the moment. Uh, it is now a little after 10, about 1030, almost 11 o'clock. And, uh, <clears throat> small bone Ted, sh should I wait? Should I, should I just be patient here and wait for a moment? Cause you've paid for the round trip you see. And he's just looking at Annika. She kind of quirks her head curiously. Like it's a look that says, isn't that obvious? Oh. Oh yes, of course. I'll I'll hold on to the boat and it starts to drift away. So he has to paddle and push it back in. And then he reaches <laughs> for it and it starts to drift away. It's just is, it's gonna be this. Is moment. there no way we can help him? <laughs> just let it go. No, it's no. just this way. No. This is the struggle with, of his life. Stay with boat. No no one has a rope. Um <laughs> No, Ted doesn't bring a rope. No. Just too much. I feel like you, you think that he would, um, seeing his he own didn't. shortcomings. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> That's awful. But um, all right. So up you go, and you here. <clears throat> Where's your captain, ladies? Good evening. <clears throat> good Welcome evening. Well, I'm Captain Dennard of the Pelican. Don't mind the uh, <clears throat> the wrappings on my head. It's uh, to keep. It the looks sun up. Off. It looks absolutely dashing. Could you tell me how it happened? This time, um, this time it was a, 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 a broadside from, from Buffet. <clears throat> um, That's elusive bastard. Dios mio. She's very like, oh my God, you poor thing. Uh, splinters. Splinters from, from, from the, from the starboard side of the ship. The starboard, you don't say. <clears throat> There's no damage on the ship. And you must have a master carpenter. You've repaired it so well. The best, madam. The best. Oh, here you are, Captain. Um, Byron Dennard, sir. Captain O'Smythe. Gregor O'Smythe. Excellent, excellent. So what have you what have you brought us about Buffet? Well, we are in luck. We have found heard of him, and we believe he beat him to be sailing north quite soon. Really? Mm-hmm. Puts him right on our tack, Captain. Exactly. <clears throat> excellent, excellent. Should be an easy <laughs> chase for you. Us, sir. Us. Hammer and anvil, remember. I told you I would help you find La Buffet. We have other things to do. I'm sure we could give chase but a, but a moment. See? Help this great and most noble captain. Well, we can we can talk about the planning afterwards. First things first, we need to talk about La Buffet himself and getting oh, you see. on the trail. Well, um, and yes. Miss Monero here actually had a wonderful idea. Oh, you're leaving it to me. Wonderful. You said this um, was your thing. The, right. So. This conversation turned into convincing him to give us the cannons. No. Oh. Give him. Give, you want Ezra? Go for Ezra. Let okay. me worry about the cannons. I got right. Something. Yeah. So shouldn't we lead with that? Go ahead. Okay. You want me to lead with the cannons? Um, for, where the sake of the conversation's going. Okay. No, we'll just dive right in. And keeper, I'd like to storyteller. There's so GM, you whatever. So, you have so many hats. I think it's GM for this one. He's a man yeah. of many names. Well, GM, I would like to use my inspired generosity. I'd like to spend my hero point for that. Let's do it. Um Capitan, we have a excellent plan to assist you in the chase and the apprehension of this most rotten sailor buffet. But first, uh, we are going to need a show of goodwill uh, from you, we who have 
gone to the island, we who have done the research, and us who will be the hammer to your ship's massive, huge, absolutely massive. It is massive, isn't yes, it? Yes, quite heavy anvil. See? And... I, I detect a Russian, uh, Syrian accent. Is that is that what you have there, dear? I'm, I'm, I'm detecting a little bit of a little bit of the Eastern sound to your voice. Yeah. <laughs> Cannot fool me. Hear Nothing. that, Michaels? Told you I could tell a woman's dialect. I've been at sea for how long, and I can still tell what a how a lady sounds. Well, you see, this. From one uh, Eastern, thinking of the compass, is it actually Eastern? East of where they are, yeah. Ah. Well, this uh, Eastern lady has a small request in, ex- in exchange for the information and the aid in with which we are um, providing to you, see? What is it, my dear? I'm... Just want to get buffet and get these men, these brave boys home. Absolutely. And this will actually help aid in the aiding with which we are about to give you. I need your master gunner because that is of utmost importance. And I hear he is a stout individual and the removal of him will help uh, speed your ship along. The removal of my gunner will help my ship along? Yes. It's less weight in the boat. Also, with how oh, long you... T- oh, that's true, my lady. That's... Oh, I, I, I see you're, you're working on humor there. Well, <clears throat> let me let me call up... I did... A, a promise is a promise among shipmates. Yes. <clears throat> and among, we are both Avalonian crews, are we not? Serving good Queen Elaine and her gorgeous rump. Let, let me... Let me um, her rump? Oh. <laughs> it's just an expression among sailors, madam. Uh, let me... <clears throat> let me see. call him up here. Ezra! Aye, what be it, Coppin? What be you uh, calling me for now? Let me not do me job. <coughs> well, there's nothing to be shooting at right now, Ezra. Uh, Captain, you, uh, oh, Smythe here, I believe has, do you have orders, sir? That is supposed that I just need to make sure that this has all been a, you stated on the water that you had orders. Oh, that Aye, too. I do. <coughs> Pull them out of my coat pocket and hand them to him. Oh. Orders, Captain, that's what he has. Orders in his hand. Precious paint, ready to give. Ezra, and just here, monkey stand, all astride. <laughs> Ezra, just just give that a quick read. Would you could be a good man? Um. So yes, the uh, <clears throat> he reads them over. Everything's legit. You are supposed to be. You were supposed to be home months ago. That didn't work out because your captain hasn't gone home yet. But uh, you are now been. You have now been assigned by Holbeam, uh, the Queen's. Master Spy, to join this group on the Seraphim, and they will explain their their particular mission once you uh, are inside their company. Says here, Cop, it's time for old Ezra to leave. I've been called for, taken to a new set of planks, set a new fire in the coals of the balls across the chimney. <laughs> Isabel is looking at this foreign creature with utter fascination. I don't understand a word he says. And he brought sweets with you. Look at these sweets, Baron God. Sweet breads and fruits. <clears throat> Go ahead and wow. describe yourself, Ezra. Uh, Ezra is about five foot ten, medium build. He's got a like a brown beard, long brown hair, and a uh, a long single braid in the back. He wears a leather jerkin. With uh, like sort of a white flowy shirt underneath it, and the jerkin has all kinds of pockets, and in all the pockets, he has all different kinds of fuses and things hanging out of them. He has a tendency to take bits of fuse and put them in his mouth and chew on them. Um, he's wearing a a, a wide flowing pair of uh, striped pants, and and, and a pair of broad deck shoes. I like him. As do I. What a fascinating creature. They all say that, madam. All of them. <laughs> Till the sun shines. <laughs> all right, then. Tis a uh, pleasure you can... to make your acquaintance, Mr. York. It'll be a grand day to have you aboard the Seraphim. Now, uh, what is this information about Buffet? Okay, 
real quick timeout. Uh, Annika, were you handling that? Uh, I could or handle just the, the deal. Part. I can handle both if you want me to, but if you want to talk to him captain to captain to get him, like, the idea right. in his head, I can arrange the deal. Okay. All right, back to it. Um, I explained to the captain what we have heard about the about La Buffet, how he is supposed to be sailing north. Uh, we we have spotted his ship in the uh, in the bay. The bay, which bay? Sutler, Black Spot, which one? Sutler it's bay, Sutler. of course. Right. Well, <clears throat> where all the worst. Then why don't we just be- then why don't we just blockade it? Force the man to pound him to dust. I believe the people of Labuka will would have issue with that. Of any ah, between our two ships, Captain, we could hold them in that that bay for days. Where they would be, they nothing would happen. Labuka would have to give up La Buffet. Too long he's been using this as a home port against me. Far too long. Been drawing his water and stores from here and his shot. I Ca- say we blockade him, Captain. I have to be honest. Uh, after walking through the 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 island. It's far too heavily armed for us to blockade with two ships. Damn. It was a good plan. If we had if we had more ships and more time, we could possibly do it. But we don't have the ships or the time to perform a siege on an island. What if we send a... What if I send some of the crew onto the island and we capture him? Off his ship. Is he carousing, sir? I couldn't find him himself. Nobody would give up his actual location. Only his plans. And they cost mightily, I tell you. But you saw the ship! Of course I saw the ship. He's leaving on the morrow, isn't he? That's right, Annika. He's leaving right in the morning. And his ship is so light, you might need to lose speed, as Isabel gracefully tried to say. As I... Yes, I... Us... You Surians, we stumble under words, see? Under, over, around them. <laughs> language. Pardon me, Cap. Part old Cap, I should say. Only one way. Take weight out of a ship it is. Lose ballast, cannot do. Lose cannon, can buy after and catch now. Old monkey knows the weight. Mr. York has the exact idea. Finest way to lose weight in a ship of this size is your cannons. Annika steps up and go, with that in mind, I calculate based off the size of the ship and how quickly the, uh, what is it called a slough? No, a sloop is is what is what they have. This is a ship of the line. Okay, so this is a big ship. The La Buffet one is the. What's the La Buffet ship going to be? A sloop. Okay, so based off the based off the speed of a sloop and how much weight you need to lose, I would say, and she starts counting on her fingers. Five, six total. I'll be betting on nine. It'll probably be nine fingers when it's done. Them big, them big, big fingers, mass themselves, like a mizzen they are, tall and straight. If you want. Five would be the minimum. Eight would be your best bet. Such thighs. Give up eight cannon? When I'm about to hunt the most dangerous pilot in the seas? You want guns that move quickly, not that are heavy and cannot accurately fire upon a sloop. Also, even down out cannons, you outgun the man by at least half. Yes. Says the non-sailor. She and the thing about Annika is she looks like she knows what she's talking about. She's got the authority figure of like I know my numbers, and she's like about three, four feet away from the captain, face to face. Captain, if you truly be a sloop, and you make her light, you could catch her, run her down, and board her. You don't want to lose supplies. You cannot lose men because if it gets to fighting, well, it's already it's eleven o'clock. How? How do I unload eight cannon? I have before a friend. dawn. I have a friend. They can help. A friend that can help you unload cannon. God, hey, Captain, we've please already... not be small ball, Pete. Please. We've already been discussing this with people because we knew this was the best option. So we decided to have arrangements in place 
when we came to see you, as Annika is explaining. Thank you for saying that for me, Captain. No problem. When do I meet back up with you and take my cannon back? I don't want to sail home to Avalon eight cannons shy. I mean, we're, we we scored out with 36 guns. This is a big ship. They'll be here in storage for you to come back to. Oh, <laughs> on La Buca? Can we not rendezvous after? Well, that's up to your captain. I'd, I'd feel better on yours if they're on your ship, to be honest with you, Captain. I'm not I looking to leave them in Labuka. first, but if that be in your mind, what was that, Annika? You can trust a Vestin to keep your product, Captain. Um, I can trust a Vestin to take it. That's for Domshire. <sighs> I want to get these men home. They're good men. I'll tell you true. They're they're good men, and they've they've worked hard for me. And two weeks overdue. We are four months. Two two weeks and and a couple of and a couple of months. Four months. Okay, four months. So they've been. It's been a while since they've been home. And I'm giving up my gunner. I'm giving up a cannon to catch him. I need fine. Here's how we do this. You bring the Seraphim alongside, and in a couple hours I can have my men hoist the cannon over to you, and and then you can secure the guns. I I don't want to leave them on Labuka. That I I I feel right, a right a fear to that plan. I turn to like, I I give a a nod basically to the guy and go. One minute, I discuss. I grab Gregor by the shoulder, guide him to, like, a, the secluded corner, and I go... Okay, so you're letting me actually walk. You're not just, like, hefting me up. <laughs> well, you feel Put her hand your on your, on your, on your shoulders. <laughs> like, I need to talk to you. Like, are we actually going to stay? Or can we get moving? Well, we now have to bring the Seraphim back. We're not going with him on this chase, no. We're going to unload the cannons, deliver mm -hmm. what we need to deliver, and then be on our merry way. Hmm. Fine. Just making sure we on the same page, because he's got some... Uh, word. What do you call it? He's got a couple loose? of planks loose, I. Yeah. 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 Um, I we then, we don't have the time you shake nor the. Yeah. Then you shake hands with him like gentlemen and let's go. Sounds like a plan. All right, Captain. Your terms sound fair. Shall we shake on it? He shakes your hand. Outstanding. Well, let's so just... he tells you he's going to start moving into position. He's going to come around the north side of the island and put himself near the peninsula, the outstretched peninsula by the crown, so that when La Buffet comes out of Sutter Bay, because she can only head out west, that he'll be in, a, in an attacking position to kind of cut angle on her. You bring the Seraphim around there, and with the amount of men they're going to throw at it, they can offload eight cannon, figure a half hour per cannon, in about four hours. They're going to already start cinching them up and getting the pulley and the block and tackles ready. All right. All right. So everybody goes back down. Um, it takes a moment for Smallbone Ted to bring the uh, the rowboat back in line. Uh, it had drifted. Probably just drifted a about bit. ten feet by now. Well, by well, he kept doing a back row, but it's it's a slow process. Uh, you get on board, and he, Annika, if you're looking to make time again, it's probably best if you if you do the. Uh, I'll be, the, I'll be the first to go down so I can hold the boat. Then I grab the oars and go, Captain, course. We're going back to the Seraphim for right now. Or, no, we need to bait. We need, we're on Smallbones' boat. We needed to take his boat back. Right, so you're heading back, back into to Sunrise Haven. Yep. Or we pay him more to get us out to our boat. No, the boat is, the boat is in the slip at Sunrise Haven. Oh, oh okay. So, yeah, just go that way. Okay, cool. Yep. It is now after midnight. It's just clicked a little after midnight. It is the more it is the earliest more moment of the 11th of April and you make your way back to Sunrise Haven 
here's the situation. You need to let Ui and Greta know that the deal is on and come up with an arrangement on how to get them to cannon. They need to send a messenger out for their pirate who is in Sutler Bay. If you look at your map, that's where they're docked. They'll send him out and you got to give them roughly a time. You want them at first light. It's going to be cutting it close. If you want them to go out, you know, on the tide, that'll be about 10 a.m. Whatever you're going to do, that plan has to come into effect. And then you need to get the Seraphim unhooked from the dock and piloted back out into open water so that you can make your way around, meet your captain to meet, to meet uh, Denard. Um, if I go and meet like the Uwe and Greta's men, like yep. I can arrange the timing to be at like after first light, like an hour or so. Like I can help direct them to like what time is safely there. Cause I have time sense. I always know the time. Like, okay. Oh, an hour or two after first light, like maybe two hours just to be safe. That way I know that for certain the captain's out of Laboka. Okay. So you're saying every, everything's going to kick off in eight hours. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, Bell. Um, maybe we want to time the chase of the pirate ship when the sun would be in people's eyes. So it's harder to chase him. Well, that would be fairly early. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, cause it's Never coming. Mind. Oh no, I'm sorry. That'd be actually very late. Rises in the east, sets in the west, and they're heading west. Um. Sun rises in the east, sets in the west. So no good. So maybe... We push for like high noon, or would that be like peak visibility? No, you don't want don't want to wait that long. Hmm. <clears throat> we also that's... we told them on the morrow, so really, if we can't okay w- wait on these cannons. All right, so you have eight hours. All right, is anyone going with Annika to work the situation and work out the details with Uwe and Greta? I can go with her. I'm pretty good at striking deals. Yep, Annika, do you need me to go with you, or are you good? No, you spoke for me on the boat. I don't need you to do it again. Okay. All right. She so, mumble. Basically, if Elise is, like, close to her, she would hear her mumble in a thick Vestan accent. Like, she keeps it down for most of the day. It's like, that was the most shaky deal I've ever been a part of. I've been a part of worse. So, Ezra, you are... You are informed that the mission is that the Seraphim, the captain and the crew, uh, <clears throat> the senior officers, all made their introductions on the while Annika was rowing the boat back here with Smallbone, that they have a scroll. And that scroll is addressed, they have a list of six specific individuals who need to open the scroll, read its contents, and then stamp it and reseal it. It is a matter of utmost security to the state of Avalon. They, no one is allowed to see it, read it. They are not to let it out of their sight. And they need to be back into Avalon within a year. One year's time. Otherwise, the information will have been dated and no longer of value. So okay. right now, they are they le- they left on the 2nd. Today is the 11th. So they are, um, yeah, they are literally. Nine days out. Yep. They're on their ninth, morning of their ninth day. Completed. Or going into, yes. And they made this arrangement because, as you know, your captain is stone shit crazy. And uh, they needed to come up with a plan in order to get you off the boat. So right now, the, the group appears that it's going to split for a short period of time. Gregor's going to arrange for a pot. I guess Gregor's staying with the Seraphim. And he's going to start getting her um, ready to disembark. He's going to have to get a pilot back onto the boat to bring him out. Who's staying with the captain? Ezra, I'm sure you're going to want to see the boat for the first time, probably, but it doesn't have to be that way. Your call. Well, um, I'm assuming that they're going to want me to help bring the cannon on, I guess. Uh, oh, everyone's going to be there for that. Yeah, I mean, Annika's plan is to be back before you get out to sea. She just has to go do the deal with Ui. Okay. Um, I, you know, whatever is is best for them. I mean, if it's being on the ship, then that's fine. If it's they need me to go with them to see Ui. That's fine too. He's pretty much loaded for bear. So, okay. So, Gregor, you're going back to the Seraphim, yes? Correct. Okay. Oh, Annika and, El- and Elisa. And what about Yezebel? Well, um, illustrious GM, I think that 
I want to go and make my own fun. Okay. Okay. Because the captain is um, staying on board and he's very, he's very safe and the scroll is very safe. And our best two bargainers, if you will, are going on the bargain. This may be the last time I'm on land for a while. I'd like to utilize that opportunity. I'm gonna go get a drink. Don't have a lot of time. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go get a drink. So walk around. You can go with you. Do you want to go with them and drink at that bar while they're upstairs? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Just asking. You mean you can go to you can go to uh, Alan's leg or Costanza's thigh? I mean, if you go to those. But wait a minute. I just might take a detour. I'm trying to think of like what the character would do. Just don't get thrown in prison again. Shut up. I will do the smart thing because my character motivation is to be more honest and do good things. And let's go to the bar where my friends are going. Excellent. There we go. I like to think that she has a really intense inner monologue like, with Costanza's leg. (laughs) That's what sounds so much fun. And he did say that they had sangria. No, (laughs) I must go. Fruity sp- wines. I must go right. the vestments. So, Fruity wines be damned. So Ezra and Gregor, you're up. You get onto the Seraphim. Uh, Ezra, it's 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 a brig, so she's a lot of sails lashed on to a small, you know, strong hull. Um, right now, she's ported to be twelve guns. She's currently at eight, if I remember correctly. I think she had four extra ports, right? If I'm not mistaken. So they're looking. That you know they can they can carry up to twelve you know six guns per side. Right now they're at four. There is a chase a small chaser on the bow and then a, a, a swivel on the stern, but that's mostly for boarders. You know that kind of stuff. Not big deal. The um, the ship is brand new, magnificent. Has this huge, you know, angry avenging angel, Gresham looking angel type thing on the prow. Really really nice. Um, so yeah, it's it's uh, it's a great boat and. The cannons are nine pounders, so for a ship this size, they're pretty, pretty good size artillery. She sounds fine. She broad hipped. She's she's broad hipped. Yes, she's broad hipped. She'll ride well across the waves. <laughs> Excellent. All right, the two of you are negotiating with the with the pilot, getting the crew ready to make underway. Um, the ladies, Alyssa, Jezebel, and Annika. Go back to the Lagois Vert and Jezebel stops at the bar and orders a drink. In the meantime, upstairs, Annika and Elisa go to speak to Ui and Greta. And they're they're at their table still. A couple people around them. As soon as they see you approach, they make a, a nod and the, the other gentleman that was talking to them gives a disgruntled gets up and walks away. So he's like, so how'd you make out? We got the cannons. So fast. Yeah. Was easy. Huh. Must be very easy. I tend to make good on my promises as well. Well, you're one of us. Hmm. But maybe too easy. Maybe price too low. We agreed on a price because it was feasible. Acceptable. I would never, I would never take back what was already agreed upon. But next time I know. You play a close game. I have a feeling you knew you could get those cannons easier than you, you let on. But that's okay. This one for you. You call it wind. When will you have them ready? I tell them the time two hours after sunrise. But you're hoping our pirate friend leaves at the same time. Is that what you're saying? Preferably sooner. So you want the pirate out before first light, and then you're going to be up working on the cannons. And as soon as he, the light, the sun comes up around 6, 6.30 a.m., he'll start to see the sails going. Hopefully he will take off like a bat out of hell. You'll have the cannons. You'll make your way back into the bay and unload the cannon. Yes. Jezebel, you see several men wearing mishmash clothing, but they all have one similar thing. Black hats, and on top they have, it has green scroll work like um almost like octopus arms on the 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 front of the hat 
and there's th- three of them and then another two stand and they kind of mill about and you see them walk up to the bar and, and tell them the barkeep you're standing there and they're like, close it down. We're done here for the night. Just close it down. And the guy's like, what are you talking about? You can't just close me down. He says, we're here to make an arrest. Upstairs, all, the two of you, go, find them. And he's like, sir, I, I pay my fees. This is not the way this, this should be behaving. I mean, we're all friends here. This is, this is Labuka. We don't need to arrest anyone. Just call them, whoever you need out, and I'm sure they can explain whatever the situation is. No, no, not going to happen. You see, this time, things have gone too far. We are, f- and he starts jabbering about something else. Two more guys come in. Alyssa, Annika, you're upstairs, and you see soldiers in black hats with green scroll work turn, look, and go, Ooey, you're coming with us. Table flips. His sword is drawn. I'm not going anywhere. Greta pulls out two knives. He's pulled weapons. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of the Seraphim. We hope you enjoyed our show. If you would be interested in helping us continue to bring these adventures to you, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege to gain access to our solo adventures, interviews with the writer and casts, and advanced news about our appearances at conventions. You can also follow us on Facebook at the Bardic College page. Until next time, may all your days be filled with fair weather and calm seas.